Hey everybody, I'm Chucky. This is Jason. We're here at Red Rock Racing Sportsbook for another segment of Bookends, and then we're going to jump right into it, Jay. I mean, it's such a fun week for us. I mean, we talk about after Super Bowl, you know, is there any downtime in our industry? And there really isn't anymore. I mean, you've got five different basketball conference tournaments going on uh, next week. You've got a huge UFC fight. Uh, you've got NASCAR this weekend. Let's jump right into NASCAR. Um, it's not just about picking who's going to win the race. And we do have odds up on all 37 drivers, but it's not just about that. Yeah, I mean, if you if you go onto the app, and of course my phone didn't set back up, <laughs> but uh, you go into the auto racing section, I mean, there is a long, it looks like the Super Bowl prop menu right, it's awesome. as far as the race this week. Obviously, you have the race itself, you have group matchups, uh, race props, where we're talking about cautions, lap leaders, um, all kinds of stuff there, NASCAR team winner manufacturers props uh the xfinity race the camping world truck series the truck series matchups so like i said it's just a laundry list of stuff that can go on him and the race itself is i think it's going to be a great race i mean we've got some drivers here that have performed very very well um in las vegas and brad keselowski uh martin truex are both right. i think keselowski's won it three times here truex has won it two times here obviously uh kyle bush uh, last year right. uh, but we see larson on the top larson of the race. and hamlin won the two races yep. last year so there is a lot of really good drivers a lot of there. different guys that have right. won races here and you can get some big prices like i said kozlowski and truex uh, two guys that have raced really really well here in that 18 to 24 to 1 range i think the cool thing is is as you saw jay just looked up all this stuff on his phone on, on the app so you can go out to the track early that morning we know everyone loves to kind of get out there early tailgate have some fun but you can make all your bets before the race goes um you have all these different props up there all these different wagering options it's really cool to be able to do that i mean i've gone to the race many times and in the past i mean going back several years you always had guys talking about who they bet but they were they had their wagering tickets you don't have to bet before you go now. You can do it right out there at the track. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's going to play a big deal is just what the weather is going to be. Obviously, a little bit cooler yep. weather with projected some wind out there, uh, so something to look at uh, as the race goes on. Yeah, a couple of days ago it was 80 degrees, supposed to be 59 for race day, but uh, still, it's just a great experience out there. It's a lot of fun. I know they had the, the haulers going down the strip last night, and outside of Daytona, I mean, this is just uh, probably the, the top race on the circuit, and for us, as far as handle goes, Daytona and the Las Vegas race really are 1-2. We see our handle growing on this race every year, and it's all the wagering options that we've added. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we decided to list all the drivers. Normally, we're listing, you know, 20, 22 drivers in a field, in a field. Right. and so we've gone all the way up with the, uh, you know, the plus 30 some plus drivers listed in the race, uh, giving an option to bet on every single driver that's going to start the race. And then, so now we can transition over. If you're out here this weekend, I mean, so we know what goes on Sunday, but Saturday night got a big UFC fight going on as well between Covington and Medvedo. Yeah, I mean, one of the kind of the bigger, more yep. anticipated fights. I mean, we talk about guys that uh, don't like each other, guys that were... They used were, to like each yeah, other. Were, right. I think you could have called them best friends. Right. Uh, they lived together. They were roommates. They were American they trained top, together. top right. team partners. Um, and, and just that relationship fell apart. And now these are kind of bitter rivals when you look at UFC rivals and two guys that really want to do some damage and, and beat each other up. And uh, both of these guys have essentially beat up and walked through the rest of the division. Um, they've made a, a career for Usman over the last two and a, two, two and a half years as um, he's beaten them both twice. Um, and they're the, they're, these two guys are you know the only guys they can't beat are Usman, and, and so they get to match up against each other. Obviously, Covington, the wrestler, Masvidal, the striker. Uh, Covington is a pretty good size favorite here. 
uh, over under four and a half rounds, so it is projected to be a longer fight, uh, but a great card underneath. But man, this fight is really the the story of the weekend, and and two guys that really want to put uh, put a hurt on each other. Yeah, there's so much hype around it right now, and we just talk about. I mean, how Vegas is. I mean, you've got a big NASCAR, you know, got NASCAR going on. You've got the big UFC fight. Um, you've got the nights that are going on right now, and then kind of transitioning a little bit further in the next week, and it actually starts now. But we're gonna have five different college basketball tournaments out here. If you're a college basketball fan, I mean, Vegas is the place to be. It's the Pac-12. It's uh, the the WAC, I think. The um, West Coast Conference, West Coast, Mountain uh, West. Mountain West. And the Big West, which is in the new arena at Henderson at the Dollar Loan Center. So you have that as well. So a lot of college basketball out here. And it's just become like kind of a mecca. If you're a fan, there's so many games to go to. And you can be in the arena. And you can also be betting on the games as they're getting ready to go off. Yeah, and again, you know, we go through the menu of what we had in the NASCAR race, that college basketball menu just continues to expand every day. Uh, the number of options that we're putting up, the number of props that we're putting up, uh, player props, player assists, player rebounds. You're seeing all that stuff uh, now on the app. And you said it, this next two weeks is kind of just one of these super exciting times. So as we go into next week and we'll watch uh, these conference tournament plays where we're going to see more games than we actually see in the so-called March Madness right. in the coming week. Right. Um, but this is really the setup, uh, right. the prequel to what March Madness is, and we'll see how these teams play in the conference to set up what's going to happen in the it, big game. It dance. makes it so interesting for the committee, too, because as we've kind of talked about, I mean, you look at how many teams have been number one. I think you've had five teams that are number one, and you and I have talked about it. There's probably a good 50 teams that have kind of circled in and out of the top 20 this year. So it's going to be fun. There's going to be teams that are bubble teams that are left out, teams that are the last four in. But once we get to the point where we know who the teams are, that's when it becomes kind of a – prop fun for us as well because you're going to have how many number ones how many wins all the number ones have how many wins all the number twos have how many number ones will advance there is just prop after prop after prop uh, to bet on once the tournament starts as well yeah and it's not not necessarily even individual teams if you're a fan of a conference if you like the acc right. or the big 10 we'll put up total wins by all the teams from the big and, 10 and we sprinkle in players tournament. in as well so and the best part of the college basketball tournament is last man standing um the contest is open right now uh 25 dollars is an entry buy four get a fifth entry free um it's been you know our signature contest obviously college and pro football but this is really where it started was was last man standing right. college basketball um to be able to advance throughout the tournament uh signups are available now so make sure you get signed up and we took out the uh, ability or need to have to select a champion right. so you really don't have to see the bracket um to, to kind of make your championship selection. Um, you'll, you, if you know who you like, you don't have to have that on there. So a good thing to get signed up early. And we've actually extended the sign-up. It used to be at 9 a.m. on that first Thursday. It's now 5 p.m. So in case you can't get here for some reason, you can still sign up at 5 p.m. and there'll still be a lot of games going on at that point. So it is. It's so much fun for us. I mean, you talk about that big football game that just was played a few weeks ago. That's an exciting day. But when it comes to the college basketball tournament, those first four days, I have so many guests that kind of tell me, we, we plan our vacations to come out every year and just spend time in the book. And you've got those David against Goliath matchups. And if David is alive and well in some of those big games, even if you bet on the favorite, once you realize they can't cover, the crowd, the noise, the energy in the book, rooting for that big Cinderella or underdog story is crazy. Yeah, I, I like to use the comparison when pe people ask me what March Madness is and how does it compare to things. Um, obviously, from a standpoint of NFL football, we our, our biggest handle, sure. our biggest days are on Sundays during the NFL football season. March Madness is like four back-to-back -back <laughs> NFL Sundays. It's like 
Thursday, Sunday, Friday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So it's four straight days of essentially having, you know, NFL football on the screen. And man, it's an all day thing too. We from 915 in the morning till kind of that eight o'clock at night when those final games go. It's just an awesome experience, especially, you know, in the in the book here where right. you're with 300, 400 of your closest friends and everybody's kind of rooting got against or for yeah, you. Yeah. Kind of got different yeah. sides of each game. And so as right. you get, you know, to those tense moments late in the games and every bucket's being scored, you have half the room erupting and half the room hanging hanging their head makes for an awesome, awesome atmosphere. The, the Cinderella stories, though, are so much fun because you can just kind of feel that energy in the room when you've got somebody that's a smaller school against these big schools. And, and kind of the uh, the dynamic of the college tournament has changed. You just don't have some of these big schools where, where kids are there for two and three or four years where they're kind of one and done. And a lot of these small schools, kids are there for two, three, four years. They get used to playing with each other. They're a confident bunch. They know what it's like to be in the tournament. And it kind of creates that. When you look at the tournament, especially that Thursday, Friday, I remember probably five, six years ago, you saw the majority of the games that were double digits you saw a number of games that were in the high 20s maybe in the 30s you just don't see that anymore there's so much more parity in college basketball and that's what i think makes the tournament so exciting yeah you said it that opening weekend's about uh, the cinderella story and who's gonna right. be in the sweet 16 that we didn't expect to beat there and have a have a lot of fun filling out the brackets and, and trying to uh you know pick as many winners in your brackets as possible makes a uh, makes for a great weekend i i got so many requests for seats you know guests that are coming out here and again who kind of plan their vacation we want to be at red rock want to be in the book and that's really all of our properties i know that we've got a, a number of different viewing options going on here we're going to be showing the games in rocks lounge uh in the lucky bar and even the bowling center if you want to be in the bowling center you've got stuff going on you're you're having fun you can still watch all the games i mean the atmosphere in the book is crazy i think the hype really it, it's contagious throughout the casino when it comes to the college basketball awesome tournament. beverage specials on yeah. top of that so it's a it's really a great mix of everything that's going I, on i can't wait it's such a fun time of year for us um now we're gonna let, let's jump into the big boys let's look at uh uh, pro basketball uh, landscapes kind of changed a little bit in the east now uh, KD's back I'm not sure when Ben Simmons is going to be back but hopefully uh, for them he'll be back soon they're still the favorite in the east although they sit in the number eight seed and you know a couple weeks ago we had that big trade with Philly and Harden looks like he was a uh, rocket-esque the way he's been playing since he uh, since him and Embiid have been in that lineup together with Philly. They're awfully good. Milwaukee's good. Miami. Chicago's good. They're just 0-8 against teams that have a winning record above them in the, in the entire league. So I think the East is wide open, but this Sixer team, I think, scary good. Yeah, Sixers, uh, you know, and they're going to continue to get better as these two play together and grow. It's going to come down to, you know, who are the other pieces that are going to have to make a point uh, of, of winning games for them once teams, you know, crash down right. and and beat or figure out a way to handle that two-way game and really the Miami Heat are the team that's kind of been um, we, we talked about them expect them to be at the top but really this week coming out of the all-star break to go on the road and beat Milwaukee um, and then obviously beat Brooklyn uh, with KD back um, obviously he's First not up back yet, right not up yep. but Miami's playing well and Really on the West, you know, we talked about how much I like the Phoenix Suns, and obviously the Chris Paul injury being out six to eight weeks is going to affect the West. But other teams that are getting hot kind of in that middle range, oh, the Jazz are absolutely playing fantastic. The Grizz right now. are so good. Um, Dallas, yep. Denver are playing really well, and one team that is really tanking, and the guys keep <laughs> raising in the futures literally every single day. Oh, let me guess. 
the Lakers? Boy, I mean, I tell you what, they're now 0-4, I think, yep, coming out of yeah. the break, 0-3, 0-4 coming out of the break, and, and, and not even playing a whole lot of close games. I mean, a game against Dallas just a couple days ago was a decent close game, but they were blown out most of the game, made a comeback, and then they just get their doors blown off by the Clippers last night. Uh, but the Lakers just continue to rise and really, really probably on the outside of even making the playoffs. Yeah, it's really surprising. I think, you know, we talked about in the offseason, was Westbrook a good fit for that team? We didn't think so. Um, you know, they let some guys go that were perimeter scorers like Caruso. And I think it's just a bad mix right now. I mean, you have you have LeBron and you've got uh, KD underneath, or uh, you have Davis underneath. But I, I just wonder if that team has the right mix. And, you know, they won it in the bubble, uh, the bubble-shortened season. But since then, they haven't been great with LeBron there. As you mentioned, the West is just so top-heavy right now. I think it's going to be an uphill battle from the make the postseason. And just, you know, obviously to mention the Warriors sitting on the oh. top again. Another team that hasn't come out of the break particularly good. Steve Kerr's been a little bit upset uh, talking about their energy and effort on the floor. Curry's, uh, you know, had that monster all-star game with the three-pointers, but is shooting a little bit under his normal percentages from three-point land. But I think the Warriors are a team we yeah. don't necessarily have to worry about right now. We'll see how they play once I think, playoffs start. You know, once, yeah, I think you said it. Once the postseason rolls around, you'll see a different Warrior team. Uh, we know Booker, too, is, is out with COVID for the Suns. You see a totally different team, those, those top-end teams once the postseason starts. I mean, in Chicago's case, just jumping back to the East real quick, they're still playing without Caruso, Williams, and Ball. You get all three of those guys back. They weren't really active at the deadline. All they did was go out and get Tristan Thompson, but I think you get those three guys back, it adds more bench strength to them, too. So I think the NBA as a whole right now, especially with uh, you know the Nets having to make up so much ground, the Lakers on the outside might see a huge changing of the guard a little bit in both conferences. Yeah, and the good thing there, I think there's a, there's a, there's a fight for the, those final playoff right, spots. Yep. There's a lot of teams kind of bulked up at the bottom there, also looking for uh, kind of seeding. Um, you don't want to be sitting in those spots where you're taking on those number one and number two seeds. So I think there's going to be a good uh, good stretch run here in the NBA final. So we talked about the NBA, and, and now, you know, we'll, we'll jump over to hockey. And um, our nights are really scuffling. I, I know we've talked about it. Uh, the most injured team in the league, you look at the amount of games that their forwards have missed, nobody is even close to that amount right now. Uh, the injuries to Leonard, although he's back right now, but they just keep letting game after game get away from them. Uh, they've already lost 16 games at home. The worst season they've ever had at home, they lost 17 games for the entire season. They still have double-digit home games left. This is probably going to be their worst home season uh, since their existence at T-Mobile. We know they can get healthy and they can get better once the postseason rolls around, but they're on a, in a critical bad spot right now of on the cusp of even making the playoffs. Yeah, and we've talked about it uh, at length, that what's going on with the Knights, and you know it continues to come back down to they don't have uh, all their guys on the ice. They don't have all the tools in the shed. Um, they're still missing a lot of these guys and how quickly they can all come back and uh, make that run and solidify their playoff spot and again you know some of the things that we talk about with the Knights team and not having all those guys is they're not getting the wear and tear on their bodies that the regular season normally puts together right. so if they could find a way to get all the pieces of the puzzle back and position themselves in a good spot in the playoffs now they've got a lot of fresh legs going into the playoffs to potentially make a deep run obviously you don't want to go through your regular season without these guys but there you know there is some light at the end of the tunnel or some goodness that we could say here is that they're not uh, beat, beating themselves up. Well, I think the key is, and you kind of alluded to it, is that they have to make the playoffs first. I, I think they will, but they really are in a critical spot right now. They're in a dogfight in that kind of 7th and 8th spot right now, 6th, 7th, and 8th spot. And if they can get those guys healthy, you know, the NHL, like it or not, they've got that rule that if a guy is on long-term um, IR, but he's able to come back for the postseason, you're able to go over the cap. 
So the trade deadline is the 21st. Not sure how active they'll be because we don't know exactly when you're going to get a Stone or a Martinez back. If they sit out the rest of the way, you're right. They would have fresh legs. Um, they can add some pieces and be able to go over the cap. I mean, I don't like the rule, but uh, last year Tampa did it with Kucherov, and it really benefited them. They were, I think, 10 or $12 million over the cap when the postseason started. It's kind of a loophole right now, but teams have used it in the past. Chicago did it one year with Kane. I know uh, last year Tampa did it with Kucherov, and the Knights may be able to do it this year with both Stone and Martinez. Yeah, and, and outside of the Knights, you know, going and looking at the rest of the league and what's going on, specifically from a betting standpoint, uh, a lot of goals being scored. Lot. We're seeing a lot, of, a lot of overs in the first periods, seeing that, that trending start to tick up, seeing a lot more six-and-a-halves uh, being posted from a total standpoint. A lot of these teams, obviously, the Edmontons and Florida. And then, wait a minute. And then we added something else, right? Yeah, we added, uh, <laughs> with, with, talking to the guys, something that was, I, I wasn't uh, fighting with him. I was just kind of leading us in. Something that uh, the guys have, have uh, come up with. And uh, we've added, uh, will there be a fight in each game? And, and uh, so you're getting, you're getting uh, over three to one uh, on each game that there will be a fight in the game. So, again, something else to just, uh, you know, blow up that wagering menu, have fun when you're watching the games. Right. And, and so now you can cheer for a fight or cheer, cheer against <laughs> right. a fight uh, to happen. And we continue to push the envelope on the hockey props. Look, and we talk about the shot props that we're offering. And as we continue to go on, we get to the playoffs, we'll have a lot more of the player points. Right. So on the Golden Knights games, we do a lot of that stuff. All the players, uh, both on the Knights and the opposing team, to score goals, all that type of stuff. But you'll look for that to expand as we go into the playoffs for all the games that are going on each given night. I think we're always looking to expand our overall wagering menu guys on everything uh, we've just put up the WNBA futures with the aces as the favorite uh, just put up the USFL spring football again uh, the futures there uh, the Hall of Fame game which happens to feature uh, the Raiders in the Hall of Fame game uh, Raiders and Jags we opened that game up a field goal and you know the game's still six months away yet they took the dog in that game so um we, we have we have that up we're always looking to kind of push and add to our overall wagering menu yeah and i'm hoping the one thing that we get to add to the wagering menu is some baseball here quickly uh, obviously we're, we're missing some exhibition games and we're going to miss a little bit of the early season action but hopefully uh the players in the league can come to uh, so. an agreement we can get baseball on the board and hopefully have a little bit of time to be able to put some of those props up on uh, regular season wins and homers and pitching wins um, as soon as we know what the length of the season is going to be. Yeah, I sure hope we get baseball back, too. I mean, it, it's so much fun for us with all this stuff going on. And as I mentioned earlier, there really is no downtime. Uh, tournament time is so much fun. And I know we've talked about all the different wagering options on the app. But again, a great time to get signed up. We still have up to that $500 bonus going on for new signups. It really does bring the sportsbook to you. We love it when you guys come out and experience everything we have to offer. The atmosphere if you haven't been involved in the tournament in one of our racing sports books, it's crazy. It's being courtside. It's center court in one of these arenas around the country. So get signed up today. Yeah, and the team's making all the preparations, obviously expecting big business during the conference championships, big business during March Madness, having all the windows open, make sure we got in our kiosk. So getting you able to, being able to get to the window quickly and make your wagers is our top priority. Yep, again, guys, super fun weekend. NASCAR, UFC, college basketball conference tournaments out here. Uh, so much going on right now. Get signed up for the app. Don't forget about uh, Last Man Standing. Again, $25 entry fee, four entries, gets you a fifth entry free. Great contest. You win, you move on, just like the tournament. I'm Chucky. This is Jason. We're here at Red Rock Racing Sportsbook, and we'll see you guys next week for another segment of Bookends.